Mojo? Just go to mojo50.com for on-demand podcasts. Standing Ground is a production of Leahy Media. With great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. Finally, finally, finally we get to say goodbye to Nancy. But we can't say goodbye to Nancy without a little trip down memory lane, right? Okay, I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. Let's get going. Okay, it is Friday. It is November 18th, 2022. It's about 10 o'clock on the East Coast, 7 on the West. Uh, with you up until the 11 o'clock hour right here on Mojo 5 Radio. Feel free to reach out to me at standingground1776 at gmail.com, standingground1776 at gmail.com. Okay, as we embark on this long, long journey to say goodbye to Nancy Pelosi, she will remain uh, a member of Congress. However, she will no longer be Speaker. But anyway... Um, here is uh, here's more here here's more of Botox yesterday. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. And I'm grateful that so many are ready and willing to shoulder this awesome responsibility. I don't want to see you, I don't want to hear you, and I don't want to smell you. Not leave. I think it was yeah. I think it was on my last program, and I, I said, you know, as much as much as I despise this lady, and I've despised her for years, um, it, I have to put it this way, right? It's like the Rolling Stones. This is just me personally, okay? It's like the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones to me stink. I I've ne- I've never liked them. I think they have a couple of good songs. You think, oh, where's where's he going with this? Nancy Pelosi and the Rolling Stones. Well, anyway, they they have a couple of good songs, but they're not very good musicians, and they're kind of overrated. But here's the bottom line: I cannot deny that they are iconic musicians or iconic entertainers. I mean, they the the Rolling Stones in many ways is synonymous with rock and roll the british invasion all that and they're still at it and good for them even though they stink they're in my opinion they're icons all right okay well i kind of view nancy pelosi she would not be the only one but i i would view nancy pelosi through a similar prism okay um she's obnoxious she's annoying she's not the brightest bulb in the chandelier um she's vindictive uh, she's a she's a liar, a cheater. She steals. Um, she has just lined her own pockets over the years. She went from making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to being worth two hundred and fifty million dollars, just massing her own wealth. She doesn't really care about the country. She says she does. She's just she's just a she's just a suit. I mean, she's she's awful. But the one thing I cannot deny about Nancy Pelosi is that yes, she is an iconic figure in the American story. Nancy Pelosi will go down in history, at least in my lifetime, as being the most powerful speaker. She had unbelievable influence through her tenure as speaker, and she did a lot of things, and she pulled a lot of things off that you kind of got to give her credit for, um, even though I find her vile. Okay, now, the soon-to-be speaker, Kevin McCarthy, though we don't, that's not, that's not a done deal yet. 
as far as I know, um, here at 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't believe it's a done deal, but it may be or it may be soon. Okay, because as you know, my show is pre-recorded. But anyway, okay, so here is Kevin McCarthy last night on uh, with Sean Hannity. Uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, I think that might be the last time I introduce you as that. Uh, thank you for being with us. Congratulations on what is a, a huge victory for the American people because this is the this is the only avenue in government now that we'll be able to put a check and a balance on the Biden administration and these new Green Deal Democrats. Uh, let's first talk about you won the nomination inside your party caucus. You have to get 218 votes to be the Speaker of the House. There's a, a small margin. Will the Republicans put their egos aside? Will they work together? Will they follow up on their commitments to America? Will they use the power of subpoena and the power of the purse? I believe so, Sean, and we need to work together because you are right. We are the only Republican entity that can stop this disastrous Biden agenda. Think for one moment, it is official. One party Democrat rule in Washington is finished. We have fired Nancy Pelosi. It is true. She, 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 she's out. Now, assuming that Kevin McCarthy is going to be speaker, and we'll get more into this in the second break a little bit, is that uh, my advice to him is if he's ever going to listen to me, my advice to him would be as far as being majority leader and having control over committees and investigations, let's be careful. Let's not go too crazy. But anyway, speaking of crazy, Nancy Pelosi, because I really do believe she is crazy. Trump was right when he called her crazy Nancy. She really is crazy Nancy. Well, there were a few there there were a few moments in the long distinguished and illustrious career of one Nancy Pelosi that sort of stood out, have stood out to me really well today, but in recent years too. And that is, well, the one or two things she is sort of tough girl and all that and then many times she just sounds like a complete ass but the media gets behind her well there was this one moment when trump well several moments when trump was president but she was in the cabinet meeting and she stood up and there was this picture taken of her pointing at him and all we heard from the feminazis was you go girl she stood up she persisted it's an now iconic picture taken as nancy pelosi stood up to walk out of a meeting with the president released by the white house to diminish the speaker she immediately turned it into a badge of courage and her cover photo. At that moment, I was probably saying, all roads lead to Putin. A woman warrior cheered today by Democratic women supporters. That cabinet room meeting on Syria dissolving into insults as the president called the speaker a third-rate politician. I pray for the president all the time. Now we have to pray for his health, because this was a very serious meltdown on the part of the president. He responding hours later on Twitter. She had a total meltdown in the White House today. It was very sad to watch. Pray for her. She's a very sick person. <laughs> so there was, there, 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 was, there was always a colorful back and forth between her and Donald Trump. I mean, they really didn't like each other. Well, a lot of people didn't like Donald Trump. and He didn't like them either. Uh, but he wasn't, he, he wasn't afraid to say what he thought. And that was, you know, crazy Nancy. Well, there was a month, as we go down memory lane, one of, one of my favorites was Donald Trump, beg your pardon, Donald Trump in at least in the last well he has to be in the in the in the era of modern technology television electronic print whatever Donald Trump was the most transparent president we ever had 
And that was the thing from the left always was, you know, how transparent is he going to be? Well, he was transparent one day, and it was when we were on the verge of a government shutdown. And he invited Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, okay, and invited them down to the White House, into the Oval Office to discuss the matter. And what happened was he brought in the White House, it's called a spray, and he brought in the White House um, press corps and they came in and he let them stay the entire time and was basically like, I want you to, I want everyone to see this exchange. And it was, I'm telling you right now, standing room only. I mean, if you, if you were sitting at home watching this, it was unbelievable. But as I play this cut, you're going to hear Nancy Pelosi many times say, I say, maybe we should like, maybe have this discussion outside the press and then talk to the press later. And Trump is like, no, 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 just, just let, let, let her go and keep recording and keep the cameras on. It's beautiful. Have a listen to this. We may not have an agreement today. We probably won't. Uh, but we have an agreement on other things that are really good. Nancy, would you like to say something? Well, thank you, Mr. President, for the opportunity to meet with you uh, so that we can work together in a bipartisan way uh, to meet the needs of the American people. I think the American people recognize that we must keep government open, that a shutdown is not worth anything, and that you should not have a Trump shutdown. Uh, you have the oh, oh, White House, Trump 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 Trump. Oh. you have the White House, you have the Senate, you have the House of Representatives, you have the vote, you should pass no, it No, we right don't have now. the vote, Nancy, because in the Senate we need 60 no, votes. No, no, but in the House, and we don't you have. could bring it up right now. Yeah, but today. I can't, excuse me, but I can't get it passed in the House if it's not going to pass in the Senate. I don't want to waste time. Well, you, well, the fact is you can get it started that way. The and House we can get passed very easily, okay, and we do. do but do the problem is the Senate, because we need 10 Democrats to vote and they won't vote. The point is is that there are equities to be weighed and we're here to have a conversation in a prayerful way so I don't think we should have a debate in front of the press on this but the Mm. fact is the the House Republicans could bring up this bill if they had the votes immediately and set the tone for what you want. If we thought we were going to get it passed in the Senate, Nancy, we would do it immediately. We'd get it passed very easily in the House. We would get it, Nancy, I'd have it passed in two seconds. It doesn't matter, though, because we can't get it passed in the Senate because we need 10 Democrat votes. That's the problem. Again, let us have our conversation, then we can meet with the press again. But the fact is, is that uh, legislating, which is what we do, you begin, you make your your point, you state your case, that's what the House Republicans could do if they had the vote. But there are no votes in the House, a majority of votes, for a wall. I don't want to see you, I don't want to hear you, and I don't want to smell you. Now leave. Okay, all right. There, well, there we go. As we as we continue our goodbye to Nancy Pelosi, uh, hard to believe that she was in power for so long, but she was. Uh, the House of Representatives Congress was being run by a left wing lunatic from California. But hey, look, it happens, right? I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo Fiber Radio. Guys, do me a favor. Help keep the station on the air by simply going to www.mojofiberradio.com backslash shop, www.mojofiberradio.com backslash shop, and get yourself some Mojo goodies today. Hats, Cubs, T-shirts, the Doc Thompson pillow. Uh, you will be supporting myself and the station and the rest of the fine shows on this network. Uh, simply go to www.mojofiberradio.com backslash shop and get yourself some Mojo goodies today. The holiday season is approaching. Uh, there is no better time and uh, you'll help yourself out and you'll help us out as well www.mojo5already.com backslash shop all right well i i i would never say that the the sense of entitlement 
or the rules don't apply to them type attitude does not apply to Republicans as well as Democrats. But when it came to COVID, the liberals who were the ones that were out telling us how to live our lives and to put on our masks and all that and obey the rules and the laws were the ones that generally got busted. And I'm talking about uh, Gavin Newsom. There were other ones, uh, a, a few that did, they were they were doing things that were not consistent to what they were telling us to do um, from their from their bully pulpit. Well, the biggest hypocrite of all was Nancy Pelosi. Well, she always has been like this. Okay, and N- N- Nancy Pelosi is the type of person that she just got the attitude and she got the power that she would get on an airplane, and if there was a first-class seat not available, she would probably make somebody get up and give it to her. She's that vile. Um, she's Sheila Jackson Lee did that, but I wouldn't put it past Nancy Pelosi either. Well, anyway, she's out in California. It's the height of COVID. All the hair salons have been shut down. They're not allowed to provide indoor service to anyone. Well, anyway, Congress was in the middle of trying to negotiate Uh, trying to uh, get some legislation passed, and they couldn't find Nancy Pelosi. Well, they found Nancy Pelosi and Kayleigh McEnany, who was the press secretary at the time. They got a hold of the security footage from a hair salon, and who was in the hair salon getting her hair done without a mask on? You guessed it, Nancy Pelosi and Kayleigh McEnany. Definitely, definitely. The White House. Uh, Carpe diem. Good afternoon, everyone. Two briefings ago, I asked, where is Nancy Pelosi? Today, I can announce we have found Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Um, As you can see, we found Nancy Pelosi going into her hair salon. We will be playing the video on loop for all of you to see (laughs) during the duration of this introduction. Nancy Pelosi was not in the halls of Congress when I asked where she was. She was not working in good faith to make a deal for the American people. Nope, Nancy Pelosi was found in San Francisco at a hair salon Mm -hmm. where she was indoors, even though salons in California are not only open for outdoor service. Apparently, the rules do not apply to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. No, they don't. She wants small businesses to stay shut down, but only reopen for her convenience. Do as I say, not as I do, says Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is holding up $1.3 trillion in relief for the American people while getting special access to the very kind of small businesses that this money would support, businesses like this hair salon. (laughs) Before she skipped town to violate her state's health guidelines, Pelosi proposed a bill. It was called the HEROES Act, which contained no additional paycheck protection funding. This is funding that would help the very small business she has bizarrely accused of plotting against her. The president sees through Democrats' disregard for Americans in need, and he took action unilaterally in his own accord. Uh, He provided relief from evictions, he provided unemployment insurance, he paused student loan payments, and he cut the payroll tax, putting money in the American people's pockets. Okay. Okay, so is that story? So this thing tells you everything you need to know about Nancy. Well, not yet. Wait to wait to hear what she had to say in response to when the security footage got out of her in the salon. Listen to what she had to say. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to <laughs> over the years many times, yeah. and that um, 
when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time. I trusted that. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. It's set up. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. Falling for and a setup. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I think that they owe, uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting <laughs> up. Yeah, okay. There, there was there was absolutely no evidence whatsoever that she had been set up. She said she was set up because what? She got caught. And you know what? I have to tell you, either her or her office, if she was so smart, she would have said, look, we're not booking the appointment. I'm not, This doesn't sound right to me, and I don't want to do this because this could come back to bite me in the ass. But then again, at that stage of the game, right, Nancy Pelosi probably just didn't give a shit, nor has she really ever given a shit because it's all about what? Her. Um Anyway, this is a this is sort of a nice collection of Nancy moments as we say goodbye. Be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning, Sunday morning. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. With all due respect, and you know we've known each other a long time, you really don't know what you're talking about. Just when you think you've seen it all, the children will pay for the president's wall. He comes in with doggy do on his shoes, and everybody who works with him has that on their shoes, too, for a very long time to come. Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine, and St. Patrick's name is now... Zelensky. We do not say open sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. (laughs) Open Biden. I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, she she's soon soon to be history, but we we have to give fair credit where credit is due and she did have many many embarrassing moments but when you've got the media on your side you're you're in very very good shape right okay i'm jeremy lee uh this is standing ground this is mojo 5 or radio with you up until 11 o'clock this morning my email standing ground 1776 at gmail.com standing ground 1776 at gmail.com uh guys it is that time of year Okay, Uh, especially those of you in the Northeast and you need to stock up on food and there's no better place to go to than to My Patriot Supply. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com where you can get a backup supply of food with a shelf life ready for this up to 25 years. That's right, 25 years. Delicious, nutritious food and snacks uh, for you, yourself, your family, your friends, whoever you need. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It's always good to be ready before something happens and not try and get ready after something happens, okay? So go check them out today at www.mypagesupply.com, mypagesupply.com, and get your backup supply of food today. Once again, with the shelf life up to 25 years, go check them out, mypagesupply.com. Okay, so here we go, right? The, the 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 Republicans have now have the majority in the House. You know, it was interesting. I was watching the coverage, and it said, this is how the media bills the Senate. The Democrats now have the Senate. But then they'll say, uh, the Republicans have the House. But then you'll hear this. 
by a very slim margin. <laughs> well, guess what? The, the Democrats have the Senate by a very slim margin. And we still have a runoff to go. But it appears that, yeah, it, it being uh, uh, Camilla Harris being vice president has the tie-breaking vote. So they've got it. But they don't. The, the media doesn't say they barely got the Senate. But you know what? The Republicans, oh, they've got the House. By a very slim margin. I mean, that should be like the tagline for every time now you turn on um, MSDNC, you'll just hear that. The Republicans have the House by a very slim margin. <laughs> All right. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo 5 Radio. So long, Nancy Pelosi. It's time for a new start. But Kevin McCarthy, tread carefully. All right. We'll be right back. Nancy Pelosi was not in the halls of Congress yeah. when I asked where she was. She was not working in good faith to make a deal for the American people. Nope, Nancy Pelosi was found in San Francisco at a hair salon mm-hmm. where she was indoors, even though salons in California are not only open for outdoor service. Apparently, the rules do not apply to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. No, they don't. She wants small businesses to stay shut down, but only reopen for her convenience. Do as I say, not as I do, says Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is holding up $1.3 trillion in relief for the American people while getting special access to the very kind of small businesses that this money would support, businesses like this hair salon. (laughs) Before she skipped town to violate her state's health guidelines, Pelosi proposed a bill. It was called the HEROES Act, which contained no additional paycheck protection funding. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I think that they owe, uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And may God have mercy on your soul. To be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning, Sunday morning. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. With all due respect, and you know we've known each other a long time, you really don't know what you're talking about. Just when you think you've seen it all, the children will pay for the president's wall. He comes in with doggy do on his shoes and everybody who works with him has that on their shoes too for a very long time to come Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the ukraine and saint patrick's name is now zelensky God. <laughs> we do not say open sesame we say open biden that's our magic word <laughs> open biden I love it. All the leaves are 
Kai Folks. I'm Watson Prunier, the host of Battle for Freedom. The show airs Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check me out on Battle for Freedom, where I'm triggering change one heartbeat at a time. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Brought to you by the creators of Venezuelan Dream Vacations and Chernobyl Tropical Tours. Liberal Ideas LLC is proud to present the Ukrainian Adventure Vacation. This package features an all-inclusive stay in a mostly radiation-free, bombed-out, rustic, turn-of-the-century hostel. Your package includes sparkling bottled water and authentic survivalist-style ready-to-eat meals that are sure to get you in the spirit of this adventure. Each room comes equipped with two U.S.-donated AR-15 weapons of war and a case of ammo, along with two shoulder-fired Stinger missiles. And you can play your very own live-action game of Frogger with Russian tanks. Don't miss out on this incredible adventure vacation. Book yours today. Vacation with a purpose. Save the Ukraine. Visit LiberalIdeasLLC.com right now. Book today. The first 500 guests receive their very own Build Back Better Pride Camo. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. You're listening to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy. Tell you what, dipshit. You don't like my policies. You can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. David, NASA hopes to eventually establish a lunar space station. And tonight, they're already making history. Charlie Blackwell-Thompson is now NASA's first female launch director. Okay, well, look, look, me being a, me being a space geek, and I love all this stuff, the launch was really cool, and I, I enjoyed that report. But there were two things that stood out, uh, right, <laughs> stuck out to me like a sore thumb, is, uh, well, here, here you go. It is a test run for a planned 2024 launch carrying astronauts, including the first woman and the first person of color, to the moon. Well, God! And tonight, they're already making history. Charlie Blackwell-Thompson is now NASA's first female launch director. Well, God! Yeah, so what? So so what so what they the the first they they have their first female flight director yeah big freaking deal, 
I, I, you know, this is sort of the angry slash humorous in me a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of the sort of the first, the first African American. Look, just, just in the, um, just in the election, right? Like here locally in Massachusetts, the midterm elections. We, all we've been hearing about for the last couple of weeks or a week or a half or so, whatever, is that Maura Healy is the first openly gay individual to be elected to the corner office on Beacon Hill here, here in Massachusetts. Yeah, whipty friggin' da. A big deal. And, and, I'll, and I'll say it, okay? And this is going to sound, block block your ears, block your ears, right? Um, just, just because Maura Healy, and I'm going back to the space program in a moment, but just because Maura Healy is gay is not going to make her a better governor. It's not going to make her a bad governor. I'm just saying is that we have gotten to a point in this country where there is this attitude that, well, you know what? They're going to be a better astronaut if they're black. They're going to be better if they're transgender. They're going to be better if they are a woman. It's just not the case. I'm not saying that that is a it's a disqualifier to them, but it's where NASA goes. It's where NASA goes to say, okay, we need to get, this is dangerous business landing on them. Well, space travel is, is, is dangerous in general, but this is where we're going to go. But you know what? Just make sure you get a black, a woman, and a transgender. Okay? Just make sure you do that. Yeah, but they're not, don't worry about it. Just get them on the rocket. And then when that rocket launches, guaranteed there's going to be like a rainbow flag on it or something. This is this is this is the whole was it the other the thing we talked about um it was like the Supreme Court right and the Supreme Court she's the first black female on the Supreme Court only the second black uh, on the court same thing and you say oh wow uh, the representation thing you say well that means that the court is 25% 20% African American and the African American population is 12% so they're overrepresented so my question is this what what is the what is the percentage of individuals who are in the space program that are women and black and how does that relate? I know that gets overly convoluted, but what I'm saying is that what relevance does it have? The color of your skin and your sex, meaning we're go- we're going to we're going to put somebody on the rocket. Um, we're going to put her there because she sits down to pee. The next mission to the moon. And you can be you can be rest assured that the one that will take the first step in over 50 years will most likely be black. It is this cramming down the throat. Well, here we go. And then the astronaut is black. Okay, fine. So what happened? What happens after that? Right. A black walks on the moon. You don't think you don't think they're going to stop there. Oh, wait a minute now. It's just, you know. Is it, space space travel is serious business. Now it's becoming rainbow political business. Boy, the space program is is a really changed quite a bit. It's it's a it's come a long way since this. Thirty feet, two and a half down. Space shadow. Stand by for thirty. Four forward. Four forward. Drift into the right a little. Thirty. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Forward. Contact light. Okay, engine stop. APA at a descent. Boat control, both auto, descent engine command override off. Engine arm off. Port 13 is in. 
We've had shutdown. We copy you down, Eagle. Okay, everybody, T1, stand by for T1. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Neil Armstrong was white. He was white. He was a white colonist on the moon. It's just, he was, no. Well, okay, yes, he was white, but he was a very talented aviator and engineer and really knew what he was doing. And I'm not saying that these people don't, but I'm just saying is that what, what, what's this attitude? Well, it's not, it's not just really with the space program, right? It, it goes to the, the, the White House, the press secretary. First, openly gay lesbian press secretary. Okay, so we're going to have an openly gay lesbian on the space, on the trip to the moon how is that going to make it a more successful mission i am so confused all right i'm jeremy late this is mojo 5 radio with you up until the 11 o'clock hour well actually i'm not confused i get it it's um it's the it's 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 the race whoring it's the pushing of the left and all this stuff and don't think these organizations don't lean on nasa don't think that the rainbow push coalition doesn't lean on them and don't think that lgbtq wxyz leans on them as well uh okay yeah i'm jeremy Late. This is Mojo Fiverr Radio with you up until the 11 o'clock hour. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com. Standingground1776 at gmail.com. Now, as we approach this winter season, uh, those in the Northeast or wherever you are, you never know, you might need a backup supply of food. And that's why I want you to go to mypatriotsupply.com, mypatriotsupply.com, and get yourself a backup supply of food today. Delicious, nutritious food and snacks with a shelf life, once again, up to 20 five years. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and you never know when you need a backup supply of food. So go check them out today. MyPagesupply.com MyPagesupply.com Okay, so what we think about it, yes, with 2024, we are very, very close to once again landing a man on the moon. Hey, look, um, uh, ever, ever, since, ever, since, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to go to the moon. I bet Scraps is going to love the moon. Do you think things will be a lot different on the moon, Dad? Oh, it's going to be terrific. Whole new world, new kids to play with. Does that mean no more headlines about the rape trial? <laughs> How many kids get a chance to live on another planet? No more kids yelling? Your old man's a psychopathic sex pervert? Look, a man can make an honest mistake. Anyway, she was asking for it. They're all asking for it all the time. Sorry, that was the scene from uh, Airplane Two when they they did the the uh, they used the space shuttle and they're going to the moon. But I always remember that scene for some reason. Okay, well, I I, I assume now by by this point in the program, right? Um, in the first break, for those of you who are middle of the road or Democrats out there that do listen to me, you were probably going like. Oh, it's so refreshing to hear him saying that Trump shouldn't run. He's been deprogrammed. He's been deprogrammed. We need to send him flowers. No, I have not been deprogrammed. I'm, per- I'm programmed just right. I'm just thinking properly. But now you're listening to the program. You're saying, oh, racist, homophobe, blah, 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 because you say that the most qualified people should be get the job, that we're a meritocracy. That's how it works. And your opinion is that NASA most likely is just going into the pool and making damn making damn sure that on this moon moon mission that all the food groups are represented right um even even though even though i don't need to apologize just to make you feel a little bit better i apologize unreservedly i offer a complete and utter retraction the imputation was totally without basis in fact and was in no way fair comment 
and was motivated purely by malice and I deeply regret any distress that my comments may have caused you or your family and I hereby undertake not to repeat any such slander at any time in the future. <laughs> uh, no, but if it makes you feel better, right? Um, okay, so, you know, it's, it is it is exciting. We're just, I'm gonna, I gotta go back to politics here in a minute, but it, it, it is exciting to be th- thinking that we are going to be returning to the moon. And I saw the images from the, um, from from the spacecraft and for the first time since 1972 we've actually seen pretty much a uh well yeah we see we see the blue marble we haven't seen that in a long time from that distance so my understanding is that the mannequin there's mannequins on board i think four or five mannequins on board um i hope one's not wearing blackface okay stop it stop it Leahy. all right What's with the dildo hanging in the capsule? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. <laughs> and look, as a as a as a kid, of course, of course, I dream. I dreamed of being an astronaut, but I dreamed of being. You guys, speaking of, just let me digress for one moment. Let's be light here, right? Do you guys remember a movie made for TV movie called Stowaway to the Moon? It was a really bad, stupid about a little kid who who he sneaks onto the Saturn V rocket and then he launches and he's just he just sneaks on and get, it was just crazy stupid. But remember the opening scene where he he's sitting in a, a capsule in a museum and he gets the idea of of uh, sneaking onto the spacecraft. I'll never forget this. Astronaut E. J. Macronut Jr. Wouldn't that be something? Hey. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> all right. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo Fiber Radio. Hey, guys, don't forget, all my shows are back loud on speaker, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everything. Just when the show ends at 11 o'clock, it goes up on those sites and you can listen at your leisure. Um, not long ago, and now for something completely different, as they say, right? As, as, the as we now approach the well, we're in the we we are now in the presidential election season. I think it's pretty fair to say it's clear we're in the election season. Well, Peter Ducey at the White House. I think I played this cut when it first happened, but I want to play it again because it is relevant. It is topical. Uh, he had Corrine came out. It's funny when you see her call on him. She makes his face. She's like, "Hi, Peter." You know, he's like, "Thank you." He's always courteous. Um. This is long. This is like maybe three months ago. Yeah, about three months ago, which is a long time in politics. Uh, listen to what Peter Ducey asked um, the first black, first lesbian press secretary. Thanks, Green. Do you consider Donald Trump to be a political rival of President Biden? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Well, you talk about Trump all the time. So do you consider him to be... Well, a- I don't talk about Trump all the time. Ultra MAGA, you guys were criticizing his handling of COVID last week. Yeah. You've mentioned his January 6th response a couple days ago. No. So can you say, based on all that, I, I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president I'm, to be... I'm saying from here, I'm not going to comment on that. Does the president still want to uh, think that he would be very fortunate to run against Trump in 2024, like he had said before? Again, I'm not going to comment on... I'm not... I'm the president. In the next election, I'd be very fortunate if I had that same man running against me. Does he still All I can tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. 
is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, we're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay, we're just we're just it, not going to comment are, on is that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout just, his time in now. office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president <laughs> yeah. believes in the independence like of the, the border? Department yeah, of Justice. Sure does. Or no. No, that is, no, it's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question. And I'm, no, no, I'm answering the question and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice. And I'm just going to leave it there. We are not going to comment from here, from this White House, on a criminal investigation that is currently happening. The reason, the reason that cut is so relevant today in the wake of the Trump announcement is that Peter Ducey had pretty much set it up very, very well, in the sense that even though I personally feel that Trump is probably not going to get even close to the nomination, but then again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll just have to accept it, is now that he now that he is announced, the situation that the Justice Department is in is whether or not to um, perp walk him, indict him, charge him. With what I don't know, because they never really tell us what it is, but they're obviously looking for something. If you turn on the news in the next few weeks and you see that Donald Trump has been indicted on something, just after he announced his candidacy, the answer is simple. The, 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 the answer to Peter Ducey's question is simple. Yes, the Biden administration is using the government to weaponize weaponize the government, its agencies, its departments to get political foes. Donald Trump would be no different, in my opinion, than just being a political prisoner. He's annoying us. He's an irritant. He's a thorn in the butt. Arrest him. It, it It would stink to high hell. And Merrick Judy Garland over at the Justice Department knows that. So he's walking a real tightrope here. And look, that may have been that may have been the ratio to Sendai. That might have been the reason for Donald Trump saying, look, I'm going to it may have been could have very well been one is DeSantis. But I'm going to announce my candidacy for the presidency now and then look at the Justice Department and say, well, if you come and put handcuffs on me now, it's quite obvious why you're doing it, because I am running for president. Now, here's Joe Biden engaging Cecilia Vega from ABC News about a year ago on this particular issue of a of a Trump run and how Joe Biden fits into all of it. You 
you are going to run for re-election in 2024. You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time. <laughs> My predecessor need to, needed to. <laughs> My predecessor. Oh, uh, God, I miss him. Um, have you have you no, an answer is yes. My plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation. You also just made some news by saying that you are going to run for re-election. I said that is my expectation. So is that a yes that you are running for re-election? Look, I'm, I, I don't know where you guys come from, man. I've never been able to travel. I'm a great respecter of fate. I've never been able to plan four and a half, three and a half years ahead for certain. And if you it, do, if you do run, will Vice President Harris be on your ticket? I would fully expect that to be the case. She's doing a great job. She's a great partner. She's a great partner. And do you believe you'll be running against former President Trump? Oh, come on. I don't even think about it. I don't have, I have no idea. I have no idea whether it'll be a Republican Party. Do you? I know you don't have to answer my question, but I mean, you know, do you? I mean, look, this is, the way I view things, I become a great respecter of fate in my life. I set a goal of what's in front of me to get things done for the people I care most about, which are hardworking, decent American people of getting really having it stuck to them. You know what? Even though I don't support Donald Trump running for president, he has the same concern that you do. You just you you just have a different take on it. Um, that that would be that would be just a whole nother. That's a whole week of shows right there every day, right? But. If those two, if I don't think Joe Biden going to run again, I mean, seriously, but it would be, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't I can't picture it. But all I can do is reminisce. If Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here, if Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett, uh, there has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the president, but in fact, it wasn't brought up by the president. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in, well, the, saying, in the Congress. So my question to you is, you have refused the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Court? Let vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know your senators. I'm not going to answer the question Why because you answer that because question? the you question is the question is the question is left. Will you shut up, your, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This who's is on so your list, right. gentlemen? <laughs> I think this we've is ended so unprecedented. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment. <laughs> I have to kind of agree with Joe Biden on that one, but I do remember that moment. I got a kick out of it. Keep yapping, man. The people understand you. <laughs> 47 do. years, you've done nothing. They understand. <laughs> All right. So uncivilized. Keep yapping, man. The people understand you. <laughs> 47 do. years, you've done nothing. They understand. <laughs> All right. Okay, so at this point, it's off to the races, right? Now, on on the Republican on the Republican side, okay, um, okay, you you you've got Trump, you've got probably Mike Pence. I'm think pretty pretty sure bet on that one. You have possibly Mike Pompeo. Uh, there are other ones that that maybe maybe floating it, 
whatever on the on the Republican side. Well, don't forget. In 2016, when Donald Trump ran for president, and this is where, you know, it's really impressive. I think other than him, there were 19 around them. Him. There were 19 around him and experienced politicians, governors, senators, depending how you, if that's how you, if that's how you um, describing, you know, experience that kind of thing. And he annihilated he, he just, he got them all out. Jeb Bush, everyone just took them all down. This is a, this is a different country in, it will be in 2024. There is not, there, there is, well, there is dissent. There is division. That's, that's always been there. But with respect to Mr. Trump, the former president, who, like I said, if he got the nomination, I would vote for him. I just don't want him running because I think it's just going to mess everything up. Because, like I said, I want to win. I want the White House back. And I don't believe he's the guy to do it. Um, notwithstanding, you are going to see, maybe, in my opinion, you're not going to see the huge crowd that you saw in 2015 running. You might, but I think it's going to be a little bit smaller. But anyway... The Republicans don't really lack candidates or able candidates. And you can leave Donald Trump in that category or you cannot. Um, I think being a former president is pretty good on a resume. But of course, you know, they'll make it all about January 6th and abortion and all that. That's, you know, that's a whole other thing. But the, the concern is from the other side, who do you got? Who who do who who do the Democrats have to offer to run for president? Um, Hillary Clinton. I mean, she's been out there. There's actually been talk about it. There's been talk about Michelle Obama, and then she can get out and talk about her tips on you helping find your inner light. Oh. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I say something positive to myself. That's step number one. I mean, <laughs> shut up. Well, anyway, there she there is. They've actually floated that um, Michelle Obama would run. Unlikely, but you never know, right? There is no one in the Democratic Party that I know of. Someone can email me and tell me that would be considered to be a formidable candidate against any Republican, right? I mean, uh, Kamala Harris, I mean, please. If, 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 if that's what they want to do and they want to put her up, see, they're stuck with Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris ain't going away. And they, they, they built her up to be this wonderful thing and everything like that. And then they realize she's a total dud like her boss. And how do they handle her? How, how do they how do they say to to, to Camilla Harris? Yeah, you, this isn't gonna. You're not the one. So anyway, it is. May we live in interesting times, but believe it or not, this election season may heat up and become far more interesting in many ways, many ways than 2016. It could get really, really. It could be going to be a lot of fun.
All right, so there we go. Not a bad show today, guys. I don't think, I think we covered a couple of interesting things. We went from, hey, look, launching to launching, two launches, presidential campaign and the new mission to the moon. All right, I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. I will talk to you guys tomorrow, Friday at 10 a.m. right here, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. on Mojo 5 Radio. Take care. If Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here. If Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett. Uh, There has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the president, but in fact, it wasn't brought up by the president. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in the the Congress. So my question to you is you have refused the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or Packing the court. Whatever position I take on that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how strongly you, you feel. Let vote now. Are you gonna pack the Make court? sure you in fact let people know your senator. I'm not gonna answer the question Why because, you answer that because question? the you question is the new question Supreme is Court Justice Radical question, Left. Will you shut who is up, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? Right. Gentlemen, <laughs> I think this we've is ended so this unprecedented. We have ended this segment. We're gonna move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? Keep yapping, man. The people understand you. 47 years, you've done nothing. They understand. All right. Standing Ground has been a production of Leahy Media. There it goes. Artemis 1 is heading to the moon right now. We are feeling the force of that rocket. You can feel everything inside you just shaking. Standing there alone. The ship is waiting. All systems are going. Are you sure? Control is not convinced, but the computer has the evidence. No need to abort. The countdown starts. Watching in a trance, the crew is certain, nothing left to chance. All is working, trying to relax. Up in the capsule, sent me up a drink. Jokes major tone. seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.